Welcome to the Taking the Lead podcast, where we empower people to be unstoppable. I'm Christina Hepner with my co-hosts, Leslie Haskins and Timothy Cuneo. So what has everybody been up to lately? Well, yesterday we uh, just got back from my nephew's first birthday. Aww. It was absolutely awesome. They they treated it like it was his rookie season. So it was all baseball themed. <laughs> everybody had jerseys and hats on. And my, my sister ordered all these hot dogs, big hot dogs from Sam's. And everything was wrapped up. We had the pretzels, the Cracker Jack, everything so baseball gosh. related. I love that. And uh, it was it was cute, and it was nice to see him. And and he was he, it was a joy to be around him the other day. It was really great. Mm, that is adorable. First birthday parties are the best. Did he like really get into the cake and smash it all over? Well, well there there was a smash cake, and I'm. He wasn't happy about the smash cake, but Cheryl made a rum cake, and he loves the oh, rum cakes. Oh, starting them so, young. So it, she's a bad aunt now. He's addicted to rum cake. Oh, gosh. So, already at one years old. That'll be a second birthday yeah. request in his third. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so all my funny. nephews and nieces are saying, I want a rum cake for my birthday yeah. now. They all love the rum cake. That's really and funny. they don't really know what it is. Aunt Cheryl's the best aunt <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden. And yeah, she's the best aunt. <laughs> That's fantastic. That sounds like a great time. It was. It was. It was great. Yeah. So what you, what's going on with you two? Come on. Uh, well, my daughter turned four not too long ago. Wow. And so we did that. I know, right? Um, right? Because, Timothy, I was pregnant with Alice when you were, you were here for O&M. Not, yes. Timothy likes to tell the story about how uh, to punish me. One day he pretended like he didn't know where he was going. He just kept walking uphill couple extra blocks so that I'm yes, hiking I it did. behind him all pregnant waddling no, I'm just kidding <laughs> you, I mean you did do that but it was funny. yes I did do that because you played a trick on me too now I would but never no, yeah okay. you would <laughs> yeah so she turned four um we did a panda themed birthday party Aww. so um my husband calls her panda panda well they call each other panda panda so I mean, it's adorable obviously so we did a cute little panda themed birthday party and she's you know, full sass and Aww, yeah, that's so cute. I can't wait till my little niece turns one. I call her my little nugget. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. Oh, but she's what? Oh my gosh, she was born in June, so now she would be like five months, Oops, four months, yeah. five months. I'm real bad at math. <laughs> Clear, <laughs> clearly, there we are. <laughs> four months, four months. I have to count on my fingers. I'm not even joking. You guys, I only took one math class in college because that's how much I did not like math. I would. I went to journalism school. Very not math oriented. Listen. Well, hopefully <laughs> she's in better hands. My, so my sister was a teacher. So she's oh, okay. yeah. My niece is going to be way smarter than I am. So let's not worry. About well, don't that. sell yourself short. There we go. I was like, what am I? I just use a different side of my brain. Then, there you go. You know, we've all got there our strengths. Go. Yeah, and math is not one of them. But yeah, I'm excited because you know they now live in. New York, so mm-hmm. um, we don't get to see him that often, but get lots of pictures. And she she was born so tiny that now she's probably a normal sized baby. But I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so big. So you know, it happens. Yeah. It happens so fast. I know. Yes, it does. Goodness. Well, I'm glad oh. for all the birthdays. Yeah, lots the- lots of fun. Keep him busy. Yes. Perfect. Well, we are excited again because we have a wonderful guest today. Today's guest is the wife of a longtime leader dog client who is here to share her perspective kind of on the vision loss journey and the impact it's had on her life. 
Yes, Linda is soon to be retired from Beaumont and is planning to be a yoga instructor in her retirement. She's an avid hiker, snow and water skier, and she and her husband, Jeff, spend at least one week a year out in Colorado on the Black Diamonds. Hello, Linda. It's great to have you on the podcast. We met your husband on the last podcast, so how did you and Jeff meet? Yeah, <laughs> <love these> stories. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, hello there. <laughs> Jump right into it. Yeah. Get us the good stuff. <laughs> Tell us your stories. <laughs> we actually met in a bar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. It was a good night. <laughs> how old were you guys when you met? I was 22, and he's a year older. Okay. okay. Yeah. So did you have mutual friends at the bar or just like? Oh, I had no idea where I was at at oh, that God. bar. Yeah. Oh, I lived out in uh, Shelby Township, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we were in Waterford where Jeff grew up and lived all around his whole life. <laughs> he never moved from there. So, uh, yeah, I didn't even know where I was at, and I was with a couple girlfriends. And Yeah. How did, did you, you end up there? Where, were you, where did you grow up? Oh, where goodness. are you from? I was born in Toronto, actually. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Canadian, but I do have my citizenship here. I did that. That was a cool thing. Um, and grew up in Shelby Township, pretty much. Yeah. And so I have to ask, did Jeff use some pickup line or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was his line? What was the line? Now, he would say that I did that. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I don't say that, though. No. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so was it love at first sight or? <laughs> I don't really know. And I was like, I don't know. No. I don't really believe in that, but hey. <laughs> also great. Yeah. So you guys. Good. good. So you met, you found love. So then what? You got married, obviously, at some point. Oh, we dated like five years before we got oh, married. Yeah. yeah, we didn't jump right into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I moved out into that area. I grew up uh, boating. We'd go every weekend to the lakes. So I was big into the water mm-hmm. and ended up moving out in that area because I was already dating him and, and being on the water. And uh, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got married. So I guess and with that, that question, yeah. I want to know, you know, Jeff said he is a adrenaline junkie. Is that something yeah. that runs in your blood too? Uh, not in the same way, no, but yeah, I'm pretty active. I like to do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I played hockey for 20 years. I oh, wow. quit a few years ago when I got into doing yoga and then teaching yoga, um, uh, which people look at that as mellow, but it's not, there's a lot of differences with yoga. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we both like to do a lot. Uh, I love the hiking, the backpacking thing that we do. We haven't done it in the last couple of years uh, due to some different things but mm-hmm. um I just love that having the backpack on your back is just that's what you have that's how you're living yeah. that's it and you know you're sort of living in the moment yeah one at a time and I uh, like that leaving everything else behind yeah yeah that is nice yeah. kind of facing the challenges as they come right. yeah yes so you know you guys got married kind of lived a life for when did you guys first find out that um, Jeff had vision loss? I think we were dating a couple of years when uh, he went for that driver's test. That was just stunning to everyone. I don't know if he called me and told me what happened. And I think it was hard to comprehend or understand yeah. or even know where that was leading to, you know, mm-hmm. or even believe it. 
Because yeah. did you notice any like thing that you thought, oh, maybe that's weird. He can't no. see that. Or, right. Because no. it was just existing everyday yeah, normal life. It just adapts to everything. And it was a slow progress. And no, it was shocking. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? You know, we were both so active. He was working as a paramedic. I mean, yeah. Right. yeah. I can't like, possibly be. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know anything about um, blindness or vision loss before this happened? No. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, back then things, well, there wasn't the internet or anything. Yeah. And you didn't hear about anything like that. And I didn't really know anyone. I had worked in a nursing home with older people and I don't remember there being, or even, or thinking about, yeah. Vision loss or anything like that with them. No. My grandpa had lost one of his eyes. He had a glass eye uh, mm-hmm. from a stroke, but he's still functioning. He was in his 80s, and yeah. uh, we just, as a kid, that was sort of a cool thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, grandpa's got a cool but, trick. Yeah. 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 Well, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so what were your feelings about this? Were you a little scared that you were getting involved with somebody that's their vision starting to fall and decline? Because uh, my wife, when I told her we were dating, mm-hmm. and basically we grew into it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Uh, I think the more things change and as we progressed in our relationship, we had to think of everything more seriously. And I did. And Jeff, I did think about that. And uh, he didn't really like that. I thought about that. He thought I was being superficial, sort of. But it is a part of your life. You have to think about that stuff. Uh, You're uh, having children or whatever, you know, how's that going to change things? And maybe not everybody would think about that, but I sort of did. Not that it change the direction that we went in, but Mm -hmm. something I sort of talked to some other people about and then moved on. You kind of have to, right? It's your life and you have to be realistic with yourself and make sure you fully understand kind of what's going on and how you can be supportive and how that's going to impact you, you know, your mentality and your, your life really moving forward. Oh, yeah. So you guys, obviously nothing slowed you down. Love can't stop you too. You got (laughs) married. And so then, and you did have children, right? Do you have have one? one Yeah, one son. They live a mile from us. Fantastic. Son, daughter-in-law, and two grandchildren. Nice. Love being a grandma. Um, I have new playmates because I like to play. (laughs) 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 My son doesn't play with me anymore. So I have two grandchildren to do that with. So what was the impact like uh, then raising your son? So your husband's losing his vision. He's no longer maybe working or driving at this point. What was that like for you? To be the only person, the main earner, yeah, that was um, hard. It was a transition for both of us. Mm -hmm. I had to look at things in a different way. Like it was a slow progression, so that sort of helped with that. Alec was, I think, in first grade when Jeff stopped working so mm-hmm. we didn't have to do the child care thing as yeah. much though mm-hmm. he had some other things he was doing and he was still driving I don't taking care or being the one always driving I remember when he was always driving which he drove way too long <laughs> and he's, as you guessed listening to him he's a very strong personality so it was hard to get him out of that driver's seat yeah and, uh, uh, that was very nerve-wracking yeah to be driving <laughs> like that but then to become the sole driver that's a lot I know a lot of women that don't like to do that and that's what I have to do you know you go on long trips or whatever 
it's just me, so. Yeah, absolutely. I've talked about my grandpa having macular degeneration, and that was one of the biggest things that my grandma struggled with is she felt like a taxi driver. And I know even just as a mom, you can feel like that, right? When you're like, they have to get to all their practices and school on time and things like that. So that can be a lot to carry. Yeah. Um, How is it now? Just curious with like Uber and there's so many different options. Has that helped a lot? Well, Jeff doesn't use Uber. (laughs) (laughs) People from Leader Dog pick him up and take him to places. So that's awesome. uh, No, typically I do all the driving and everything. Yeah. Um, I do all the grocery shopping now, which he used for a long time when he quit working and was still driving. He did the grocery shopping, which was cool. But then, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, how all that stuff falls. Yeah. So what was it like for you, you know, before he found Leader Dog, after he retired, before he found Leader Dog, you know, that place where he had mentioned in the previous podcast where, you know, he had hit his point, the low point. What was that like for you being the support system? It was hard to watch this person that uh, was very strong and um, had an ego, (laughs) 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 which we all do. But, yeah, and to uh, become more into himself, uh, close in and not have confidence and all that hiding of his blindness. Like we'd go out to a restaurant and he'd point at the menu that, you know, to the the server telling them what he was going to have. And it's like, what are you doing? You can't even see the menu, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Uh, he didn't trust me to walk across the street with him and he would hunker down and everything about that was hard to yeah. watch this person do that and close in more and more in the depression, which I understand all that journey happens to a lot of people as they lose their vision. It's the same story, a little different way. But, yeah, to watch him do that and the fear of going off to work and what he was going to be like or, you know, what what he was doing are just a little scary. <laughs> I think, you know, your story is very relatable. And we've heard Cheryl Timothy's wife talk about very similar experiences, right? Like people, when they're losing their vision, their whole life seems like they're crumbling. And depression Mm -hmm. is a very real experience that many people, you know, have shared with us. And it's, it's challenging, right? Because as much as you're talking about, you know, now you're the sole breadwinner, you're the, you're the driver, you're all of that. He, they're also experiencing that, right? So it's got to be really challenging for both of you because you're, you're both experiencing so much together and then watching each other or knowing that each other's going through that, I'm imagining is incredibly challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, him being home, he wanted to prove that he was somebody and was doing things. So he took over a lot of things that I used to do too yeah. at home, which in a way was good. But in another way, I sort of felt like I was losing me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Losing myself because that's all that I was, was blind person's wife and it's funny you know every once in a while I've had people come up and ask me how are you you know how are you doing but that's very rare that people would do that and I wouldn't even think about that for myself either but it's something that you should do you know you need to take care of you too and be yourself and do your things and and getting into hockey when I did was one thing that I um found something that I loved and something that I could do for me and uh, be with other women. And that was a huge help to me doing that. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. You just bring up such a 
an important point. It's like in the, you know, when you get on the airline and they say you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you can put on your kids or whoever's next to you. And that's just it. We also at Litter recently went through a a mental health kind of first aider training. And that was one of the key takeaways is like, you have to take care of yourself first. You can't help anybody else until you are making sure that you are in a safe and healthy space. And I think that's just a really important thing for everybody to know. And obviously listening, if your spouse or family member or somebody is going through this, your mental health and your physical health are just as important. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really important to find activities or somebody to talk to. And it sounds like hockey was that for you. Yeah, it took me a while to get there. And I probably needed even more than that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And finding yoga was a huge help to me, you know. Yeah. Doing that because yoga is so much more than just the movement part. And yeah. Delving yeah. in and uh, finding yourself or whatever. So Linda, Jeff goes off and he finds the leader dog. He did the O&M and he got a guide dog. So how has that impacted your life, knowing that he's got those independent skills that he can travel anywhere without assistance? Because it's it's affected your life too. It's probably helped helped your life out a little less responsibility. Well, it helped uh, when initially when it first happened. It was great for both me and our son mm-hmm. yeah. to know that he had this companion, this person, this person. Yeah, it feels like it, right? Gracie, (laughs) who became uh, sometimes more important to him than me. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) But uh, I think we both felt a comfort with that. And uh, for me, it gave me back my independence, which I've talked to. I've met some people uh, through work. I work in the hospital. Um, some patients that came in that were either losing their sight or their family member was and got to talk to them about that. Like, you know, you need this too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need your independence back and getting that dog for this person helps you to be able to move on. Like, you know, like even being at, like when we go out to the hot- a hotel or whatever, we're staying at a hotel, I can go off and do something and know that he can get back to the room with the dog the dog's going to find the way or the dog's going to find me somewhere and I don't have to worry and watch over everything he's doing when we're out at the gym or whatever we're doing. That's a huge point. We talk about, you know, the impact that leader dog has. It's not just on an individual's life. Of course it is, mm-hmm. right? Like obviously Gracie and now Dove have changed Jeff's life, but it's changed your life too. And we talk about the community and the family network that, you know, it is a lot to have somebody in your household who has a disability. It can be challenging. Mm-hmm. It can feel like extra work sometimes. And so navigating that together, but knowing now that he has someone or something, right, to help him and to be there with him and not help him even because it's such a team, but like companionship even, companionship, you know, take a little yeah. bit off so that they have something else or someone else to rely on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has her to rely on it and then she has him to rely on. So it's him doing something for her too and giving back. And then his giving back to leader dog is a huge thing. It's great for him to have that and, and that he can give back to them and that I can too. We've both been somewhat involved with leader dog and they've done so much for me. So I get to talk about that also. You've been wonderful at sharing your experience along the way, and we certainly appreciate that. Jeff, we know, does a lot of speaking engagements for us, but you have absolutely stepped in and been able to share 
your perspective, which is so unique and so interesting and so relatable to, I think, so many people, not just people who's, you know, happen to be married to somebody who's blind or visually impaired. So many people can relate to yours. Yes, exactly. Your story and your experience. So thank you for always (laughs) for doing that for us as well. Yeah. So uh, what advice, I guess, would you give someone else who a spouse or a family member who may be going through vision loss with a family member of theirs? Well, I wish we would have known about Leader Dog sooner or that I would have uh, maybe, I never checked into any of, of that stuff. I <laughs> didn't know anything about it, but I yeah. I didn't look into that and him being such a strong personality and he was taking care of his own thing. And uh, But I wish I would have done more of that, maybe also taking care of things for myself and it's hard. Been more aware. Yeah, it's hard because it, things are different now than it was before. So, yeah. did you know when Jeff made that call to Leader Dog? Was that something you guys had discussed or talked about ahead of time? I was trying to remember when that happened. I he told me about uh, some of the videos that he watched. Uh, I'm not sure how he fell into those videos. I don't know that we knew anything about Leader Dog before that. So maybe he was just looking things up and. And how surprised he was that the stories were so similar. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you dropping him off at Leader Dog? I think that's something that family the members, yeah, it's got to be scary. It was. It was uh, not knowing, uh, not totally comprehending what was going on. I mean, there were other people saying, well, why don't you just get a dog and train it yourself? <laughs> right. People have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be so nice and if then, that's how it works? Yeah. And then that he was going to be there for a whole month, you yeah. know, it was weird and uh, that we didn't get to see each other. I think I um, went up there once and waved at the door or something and got <laughs> to meet uh, Gracie, but it was right around her meal time, and she had no interest in me whatsoever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, he's going to bring this dog home. She's going to hate me. <laughs> I'm the other woman now. Yeah. She was another blonde. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what was that like when he brought Gracie home the first time? It was exciting, but it, it was an unknown. Like, we, he didn't really want me to talk to her or look at her and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she was very much connected to him. She and I had some kind of a relationship, but she was very connected to him. Where Dove is a different dog. She has mm-hmm. a different personality, and she has more relationship with everyone else, and each of those dogs are different. But, yeah, it was exciting when, when they came home. It was exciting to see the changes, see, watch the changes in him and watch him progress with that. And it took a, quite a while I mean, he was afraid to go out to the restaurants or that people were going to, you know, something was going to happen to the dog or he was very fearful of that. And that took a while to get over some of that or for them to grow together. Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts were, your perspective was. So once Jeff started using a cane and or a guide dog, right, that was kind of sharing to the world like, hey, I'm blind, I'm visually impaired. What was that like on your side? Well, Jeff had those glasses before that that had the telescope mm-hmm. lens that mm-hmm. showed that you had something wrong with you. Yeah. And I was always bugging him to put them on. Mm. <laughs> he, he didn't want to share with people that he had an issue. I was ready for that. Yeah, I yeah. thought the cane was a great thing because then people would know that he was blind so that he could talk to people where... He'd stand out in the um, grass and wave, thinking somebody was walking by, and 
I, you know, maybe I don't know what he was waving at, but you know, <laughs> right. things like that. Where th- with the cane, it told people that he was. But then, with the cane, also people stay cleared away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jeff tells a story that um, I shared with him as we were walking. We are we live close to Rochester, so we were in Rochester going out to eat, and we're walking down. He has a cane, and this family just got climbed right into the wall like as we went by and I said you should see this it's like uh your Moses coming yeah it was part of the sea and yeah with a dog that doesn't happen we um it's really cool we go out to eat and we always meet someone mm-hmm. we meet someone new because people want to come up and talk about the dog first and then they start talking to you and we hear that all the time. And that is one thing I don't know how to change while well, just like so many pain. things. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's one mobility device versus the other. They're, yeah. You know, they're doing the same thing basically, but one is so welcoming and one for whatever reason is so off-putting. Yeah. It was really nice at first when he got it and he was happy with it, but then he started closing himself in again. Yeah, that, that was one of my biggest when I came home with the cane. It just seemed like everybody just scattered, and I didn't like that feeling, and, and it just felt like they didn't want to be a part of me. Yeah. And that got that can affect with your psyche a little bit, oh, and it oh, did. Oh, yeah. Well, for both of us, it did, and that's where the dog is so nice. So sometimes people still do things like they'll come up and to talk to us, and they talk to me mm-hmm. instead of talking to Jeff, and he's standing right there, and they're asking me questions, and I have to back off and say, well, You'll have to ask him. They yeah. treat him like he's more than just blind per- that, like yeah. that he's not a human being, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I I have to work at not um, showing my anger. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, because people you, just don't know. Yeah. It's no. so frustrating. You're really sort of working for a leader dog when you're out there with your for dog. Sure. So I can't be... Um, Showing my emotions, yeah. my negative emotions towards somebody when we're trying to. But yeah, I can see say how that's a great thing. He gets yeah. upset with me sometimes. Well, and for yeah. those listening, well, Jeff is totally in the room, sitting right next to Linda <laughs> and laughing along with all these things and nodding his head profusely. So yes. throughout this whole yes. episode, just so you know, he's yes. here and agreeing and loving it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when that happens all the time, it has to take a toll because you know. Yeah, I'm being it, a protective one in a yeah. way but then he deals with it so much better yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes that's that's just like not fair like you shouldn't have to feel like you're you know a walking advertisement or that you always have to explain to people or you know answer everybody's questions and all of that I'm sure that it can be absolutely just exhausting yeah. all the time you know yeah but once I guess some a lot of times or sometimes once you get through that question thing, then you get to have a conversation with someone and it makes yeah. it fun and uh, maybe meet some people that you might want to hang out with sometime. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it is, it's <laughs> an opportunity friends. to educate yeah. and advocate yeah, every time. People walk yeah. away after a conversation, but I'm sure with both of you feeling like, oh, I learned something or yeah, he's just a normal guy, which yeah. is doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's advocating. So you both do a wonderful job at that. We certainly appreciate you guys always being so willing to share your story and your experience. Thanks. <laughs> well, again, thank you for coming and and to your husband, Jeff. We really appreciate everything you guys have done for Leader Dog and continue to do. And I'm glad that Leader Dog has had a positive impact on your life. Oh, thank you. It has. <laughs> Very grateful to a Leader Dog. Well, and thank you to our listeners for listening to the Taking the Lead podcast. I'm Leslie Hoskins with host Timothy Cunio and Christina Hepner. We hope you enjoyed hearing from Linda and all of her wonderful experiences. 
Please join us again next time as we continue to dive into the world of blindness. And if you'd like to learn more about applying to our free services or donate to LeaderDog, you can head to leaderdog.org or call us at 888-777-5332. And don't forget, you can reach us at takingthelead@leaderdog.org with any questions or ideas. If you like today's podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and check us out wherever podcasts stream.